The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, honey, you know your dad's world-famous chili. Yeah, the one that takes 24 hours to make. So I was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table, but it was, like, super hot. And then I, um, dropped it, and now the floor looks all, you know, stained with chili. Look, the point is, you guys cool with pizza for dinner? <laughs> honey? Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. We interrupt your normal YouTube programming to bring you an emergency episode of The Yank Report because all hell is absolutely breaking loose in American soccer. In what started yesterday as two shock statements from both Greg Berhalter and U.S. Soccer regarding a potential blackmail and domestic violence incident, today we have a report from Jeff Carlisle of ESPN that says Danielle Reyna, who is mother of Giovanni Reyna, told U.S. Soccer about past Greg Berhalter domestic violence incident in the article, they also allude to Claudio Reyna, uh, Giovanni Reyna's father and former U.S. men's national team player, also being very involved in the incident. Um, it is an absolute bombshell crazy story that is uh, sending crazy ripples around the U.S. soccer and greater American sports world as we speak. And we need to really get into the entire timeline, kind of explore everything that happened uh, so that we can all kind of just wrap our heads around what in the world is going on right now. We're going to get into all that and more on this episode of The Yank Report. What's up? My name is Sam. This is The Yank Report, a show about all things American soccer. If you're into that, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Let's jump into the timeline after we hear a word from this week's sponsor. And now a word from today's sponsor. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy betting new year as we continue our march towards the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all betting action in 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and of course soccer, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're going to start with Greg Berhalter releasing a uh, statement from a Twitter account that has never tweeted before, that is unverified, that just sent shockwaves through the American soccer world. The statement was released on January 3rd at 1.30 in the afternoon, and it covered um, a domestic violence incident that occurred um, between Greg Berhalter and his now wife, then girlfriend, uh, when Greg was 18 years old um, in 1991. The statement talks about a little bit about the World Cup, talks about the performance, uh, but it also just starts dropping these bombshells that I don't think anybody suspected. It says, during the World Cup, an individual contacted U.S. soccer saying that they had information about me that would, quote, take me down. An apparent effort to leverage something very personal from long ago to bring about the end of my relationship with U.S. soccer. He says, one night while out drinking at a local bar, Rosalind, Berhalter's wife, and I had a heated argument and that continued outside. It became physical and I kicked her in the legs. 
There are zero excuses for my action that night. It was a shameful moment and one that I regret to this day. At that time, I immediately apologized to Rosalind, but understandably, she wanted nothing to do with me. I told my parents, family, and friends what happened because I wanted to take full responsibility for my behavior. Burhalter goes on to say that eventually they, they made up and uh, got through it and um, kind of alludes to the fact that this incident was something that uh, was really a character-defining moment from, and a relationship-defining moment between for him personally and between him and his wife. He goes on to say that they have been married for 25 years and it was a single isolated inf- incident over three, day- three decades ago and a terrible decision made in a bad moment by an 18-year-old. Berhalter goes on to say something else that I thought was interesting that he threw in there. And I think it really foreshadows kind of what all happened with this incident. And that is a single bad decision made by a teenager does not necessarily define him for the rest of his life. Berhalter makes sure to emphasize that um, an incident that a teenager makes or or a young person makes early on in their life is not something that's going to define him or her for the rest of their life. Um, Interesting that he made that point. Now, exactly 15 minutes after Burhalter posted this statement, we get another bombshell from U.S. soccer. This at 145 on January 3rd. Uh, it's headline U.S. soccer statement regarding U.S. men's national team head coach Greg Burhalter, And it says, upon learning of the allegation against U.S. men's national team head coach Greg Burhalter on December 11th, 2022, U.S. soccer immediately had hired Alston and Bird LLP to conduct an independent investigation into the matter. Uh, it goes on to say, through this process, U.S. soccer has learned about potential inappropriate behavior towards multiple members of our staff by individuals outside of our organization. We take such behavior seriously and have extended our investigation to include those allegations. We appreciate Greg and Rosalind coming forward to speak openly about this incident. Consistent with our commitment to transparency, we will share the results of the investigation publicly whenever it is complete. U.S. soccer condemns violence of any kind and takes such allegations very seriously. Now, there were many layers of this onion to unpeel at this point. First of all, I think the statement from Greg Berhalter revealing the domestic violence incident um, is something that I felt like largely the fan base ha- uh, handled fairly maturely. I mean, there's this understanding that, of course, domestic violence is wrong and uh, violence against um, anyone is not something anyone should condone. However, just like Greg says in his statement, I think the actions of an 18-year-old uh, shouldn't be held against someone once they're like 30 years down the road. Um, I, I think all of us, myself included, uh, everyone watching this has some incidents from their past, especially if you're a little bit older now and, and you're reflecting on your teenage years, there's some incidents that we wouldn't necessarily want to be brought to light um, in front of our current employers, friends, and family. We, we don't want that rehashed or relitigated, uh, especially in such a grand scale. Maybe the incidents from our life aren't necessarily as bad as domestic violence. Uh, however, I'm sure all of us have things that we don't necessarily want the world to know about. And seeing um, it handled in this way and seeing it re-brought up for the purpose of um, uh, of potentially blackmailing the U.S. men's national team coaches is really tough behavior to wrap your head around. Then there's the other side of this, which is the Rosalind Burhalter side of this, which is um, forcing her to publicly address this incident that uh, seems like it has been resolved by all parties included years ago in, in a very public forum. It, it's got to be absolutely humiliating to her and her family, um, and, and it just sucks that she's having to go through that. It's it's an incredibly difficult thing and is not really um, the type of behavior that um, I, I think anybody should, should be looking to um, exact on anybody else, um, regardless of the circumstances. 
immediately speculation began to run. I, I think if any of us have ever seen a uh, a crime drama or CSI or any type of crime podcast, uh, you know that the first things you kind of look for are who has the motive, who has the access. I think in this particular case, who would have access to the information uh, of this incident that occurred when Greg and his wife were 18 years old, um, and who would have access to these coaches uh, that would be able to infiltrate the the top layers of um, U.S. soccer and the U.S. men's national team during the World Cup. I, I think there's only a handful of people who would have been able to have access to multiple coaches during the World Cup. Almost immediately, people began to look at the Reinas for potentially being involved directly or involved tangently in this whole thing. Uh, whenever you think about who might potentially have motive to blackmail or, or release information to uh, tarnish or take down the U.S. men's national team head coach, you look at the date from the U.S. soccer statement where they say they initially heard of the allegations against Greg Berhalter. It was December 11th, 2022. Coincidentally, that was the same day that The Athletic released their article about Gio Reyna's lack of playing time in the World Cup. Um, and the issues that he had with the coaching staff and the rest of his teammates uh, in the locker room during the World Cup. It was also noted by several people that Claudio Reyna and Greg Berhalter have a long history together. They went to high school together. They went to UNC uh, and college together. Also, Greg Berhalter's wife and Giovanni Reyna's mother both went to UNC together at the time. They were definitely in the same location and were friends at the time whenever this incident went down. They would definitely have knowledge of this incident, um, and it seems like they may have motive as well. And of course, Claudio Reyna being uh, a legend in the U.S. soccer circle and a current administrator for Austin FC and a guy who was actually on the ground in Qatar would have access to figures within U.S. soccer. He would have played soccer with uh, Burhalter and Ernie Stewart and uh, Brian McBride. I think a lot of us, myself included, really hoped that the Reynas had nothing to do with this. Maybe it was uh, they were tangentially involved, but we really hoped that uh, they were not directly involved with any of this because of just the ongoing black eye that it would have for American soccer, for the future of uh, Giovanni Reyna, who is a budding star with the U.S. men's national team, and just just the, the black eye on an otherwise incredible career from Claudio Reyna, who's regarded as one of the greatest American soccer players of all time. And I think that's why American soccer fans are reeling when Jeff Carlisle and Kyle Bonagura released their article from ESPN uh, detailing the Reyna's involvement the article starts out saying former U.S. men's national team captain Claudio Reyna sent multiple messages to U.S. soccer executives during the World Cup threatening to reveal sensitive details about U.S. men's national team coach Greg Berhalter's past, multiple sources told ESPN. The messages began after his son Gio Reyna was informed he would have a limited role at the tournament. U.S. soccer did not receive any details about the claims until December 11th when an executive was informed in a call with Claudio Reyna and his wife, Danielle, that Burhalter, 49, had a past domestic violence incident, sources told ESPN. So if you're following the entire timeline prior to the World Cup, Giovanni Reyna was informed for one reason or another that he would um, not have a big role during the U.S. Men's National Team's World Cup. He responded with some pretty poor behavior that, according to the articles, uh, disappointed multiple members of the coaching staff as well as members of the team, uh, which led to the coaching staff uh, nearly sending Gio Reyna home. It led to Gio Reyna having to apologize in front of the team and uh, a 
apparently uh, that apology being accepted and, and things being forgiven. Now, following the U.S. men's national team's elimination from the World Cup after their game against the Netherlands, Greg Berhalter, uh, in front of a, a leadership conference, gave a speech which he alluded to a player having poor behavior and kind of spilled all the beans on the Gio Reyna situation. Even though that speech was seemingly off the record, a reporter who happened to be in attendance still put the report out there detailing Greg Berhalter's story. That report hit the American soccer news waves and people absolutely went nuts. Within minutes, journalists were confirming that the player in question was Giovanni Reyna. Then on January 11th, we get the article from The Athletic um, expanding on the details in the entire story. So according to the article from ESPN and the statement from uh, U.S. Soccer, it seems like even before the article was released, there was these discussions going on behind the scenes between Claudio Reyna, Greg Berhalter, and members of the U.S. soccer staff uh, talking about this information, potentially releasing this information. When the article from The Athletic finally comes out on the 11th, that's when the Reynas take the nuclear option and actually contact, uh, I guess, other higher-ranking officials at U.S. soccer um, who then began opening the investigation. Quick addendum to the story in an article published by The Athletic as I was making this video, uh, both Claudio and Danielle Reyna have released some statements. Danielle Reyna says, to set the record straight, I did call U.S. Soccer Sporting Director Ernie Stewart on December 11th, just after news broke that Greg had made negative statements about my son at a leadership conference. I have known Ernie for years and consider him to be a close friend. She says, I understand now that he had an obligation to investigate what I shared, but I want to be clear that I did not ask for Greg to be fired. I did not make any threats. And I don't know anything about any blackmail attempts, nor have I ever had any discussions about anyone else on Greg's staff. I don't know any of the other coaches. I did not communicate with anyone in U.S. soccer about this matter before December 11th, and no one else in my family has made any statements to U.S. soccer regarding Greg's past at all. I'm sorry that this information became public, and I regret that I played a role in something that could reopen wounds from the past. Claudio Reyna says, I support my wife, Danielle, in her statement. I too was upset by Greg's comments about Gio after the U.S. was out of the World Cup. And I also appealed to Ernie Stewart on December 11th, asking him to prevent any additional comments. While in Qatar, I shared my frustration about my son's World Cup experience with a number of close friends, Ernie and Brian McBride among them. However, at no time did I threaten anyone, nor would I ever do so. So it seems like the Reynas want to make it very clear that although they did uh, say some of the things that uh, are being alleged and, and did bring up the past information, Danielle Reyna does say specifically that she talked to Ernie Stewart uh, about the things that Greg did in the past and the things that went down between uh, Greg and Roz Berhalter, that she was not um, making any threats. Now, I wonder how much of that has to do with uh, potentially pending legal action. I will say, I, I think just reading these statements, the, the person that you feel the worst for uh, out of all this, or really, I think the two victims out, out of all this story are Rosalind Berhalter and Giovanni Reyna. Um, you feel for both of those people. I mean, Rosalind has had probably the most traumatic experience of her life just be brought up and relitigated um, almost um, as, a, as a weapon to take down her husband, which is in a situation involving soccer. And then Gio, I mean, we don't know the extent to that, that he was involved in this. I'm giving him very much the benefit of the doubt and assuming that uh, he didn't have anything at, at all involved with this. And this was his parent, his parents acting of their own accord. But now Gio has to deal with this fallout and it just absolutely sucks for him, man. Um, you got to 
that feel for those two people in all this situation. I mean, there's no world in which it was okay to bring up this traumatic experience that happened to Rosalind Berhalter, who was just an innocent bystander in all of this. Um, and then for Gio Reyna, I mean, he's a 20-year-old phenom that has years of soccer ahead of him. And in one fell swoop, man, it seems like his parents have really made uh, the next uh, the next decade of his professional life a little bit more difficult than it had to be. And it's, it's, a, it's a crying shame that all this has gone down the way it's gone down. I mean, regardless of, of who started the fire, the people that put the gasoline on the fire um, just really allowed this thing to, to potentially burn down American soccer, and it's a crying shame. So we know the who, what, when, where, and how of the story at this point, but there are still many details that um, I, I think are, are going to be revealed in the coming days. I mean, first of all, Claudio Reyna is an executive over at Austin FC. How will this incident affect the future that Claudio Claudio has with that club, let alone anywhere else in American soccer. I mean, the American soccer world is fairly small. I, I think we've learned that so many times over and over again uh, throughout this cycle. How is Claudio going to be able to go on after being involved in a blackmailing incident with a, another U.S. soccer official? It's, then there's Greg Berhalter's future with the U.S. men's national team. I've sort of felt like Greg was on the way out emotionally for stepping away from this team for a little while now. I, I think there was some other indications. The fact that Greg released his statement on his independent Twitter account that he created seemingly just to release the statement. Uh, he didn't release it under any U.S. soccer uh, social media accounts or anything like that. Uh, it, it seems like a guy who is uh, distancing, distancing himself from the program. I, I don't know what the future holds. U.S. soccer has appointed another coach to be the head coach for the January camp. However, they didn't close the door on Greg Berhalter in the future. His contract is expired with U.S. soccer, but that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, things are over for, for Greg Berhalter and the U.S. men's national team. However... How can things not be over for Greg Berhalter and the U.S. men's national team? And that brings us to the last point, and I think maybe the most important point, is that what does this mean for the future of Giovanni Reyna and the U.S. men's national team? Giovanni Reyna is an absolute phenom, and while he didn't contribute much to the previous World Cup, he seems like a player who's got a great deal of future in front of him and seems like a player who's going to be involved with the U.S. men's national team for many years to come. How... How can he possibly play under Greg Berhalter in the future? It seems impossible. And regardless of who the next coach that comes in, how will this whole incident be handled within the locker room? Remember, the U.S. men's national team is a very young team, and the majority of the players that contributed to the World Cup in 2022 are going to be some of the same players that are contributing in a major way in 2026. How are they going to feel about Gio uh, being involved, whether he was aware of the situation or not, just being involved in this incident that aired out the most public dirty laundry that you could possibly air out in front of the entire world? It, it seems like this is going to cause some conflicts within the locker room. And, and I think that's the saddest part, uh, at, at least for a U.S. Men's National Team fan um, of this entire story for me, uh, this is going to have ripple on effects down the road in any locker room that you go into there's going to be people that 
like the coach that are neutral on the coach and, and people that really don't like the coach. Uh, that's just true of any locker room that you walk into. So for this particular one, is this going to cause a rift? Is this going to cause a split uh, in, in the locker room between the players that supported Burhalter, um, whether professionally or personally or whatever else? Maybe there's guys that didn't like him as a coach, but appreciated him as a person, maybe vice versa. And then there's guys in the locker room that didn't like him at all. Is this going to create a split, a rift uh, between the players and, and Giovanni Reina? Remember, there was already seemingly uh, a reported split between the players and Giovanni Reina that happened during the World Cup. And, and this incident can't help the healing process at all. And I've interacted with a ton of fans during the whole GeoGate incident that just refused to accept that Geo's behavior was wrong in any way at all. Uh, there's a lot of folks who just want to bury Burhalter in this instance and, and just say everything's going to move on once the new coach comes in. But I just don't know if that's how personal relationships work. I have a feeling that there's going to be players on the team that are going to be negatively looking at Gio Reyna for uh, at least a foreseeable future. And, and that's that's a damn shame, man, because he is such a good player and could do so many great things for this national team in the future. This is just such a terrible story all the way around. And, and there's just no positives that you can take from it in any way. So that's everything that we know now. I'm curious about your thoughts on the subject. How do you think that this affects the team moving forward? Do you think that there's going to be any impact? Do you think that Gio's just going to be able to walk into the locker room like nothing happened in the next U.S. Men's National Team camp? Or, or do you think there's going to be some holdover? Do you think that um, he should be take a little sabbatical from the national team for a little while? I've seen people uh, put that out there. Uh, what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comment section. Please try to keep it civil. I know this is a very emotional topic and there's people uh, with a lot of strong feelings on, on both sides. Uh, but try to keep it civil, man. I mean, we're all just soccer fans at the end of the day and this is very much not a soccer story uh let me know what your thoughts are if you want the anchor important podcast form you can get it anywhere podcasts are found thank you so much for watching make sure you hit the subscribe button hit the like button shout out to the tier two members who really make this thing possible manuel Alivetis, matthew doyle matthew hana michael baker dan mcveigh mike irish aaron m427 motorsport llc thank you guys so much for watching my name is sam and this is the anchor port brought to you by bet online the legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.